Hello, you're listening to Sri Export, and I'm your host Srinivas. In this podcast, I'll be in conversation with my friends on diverse topics. I aspire to learn something new and share the knowledge with you all. I hope you'll like it. Today, we are joined by Srikar and Mansa. Srikar writes poetry, blogs, and short stories. Whereas Mansa is a bibliophile. We are going to discuss poetry and books in this episode. Hope you enjoy that. Hello, Mansa. Hi, Srikar. Hi, Srinivas. Hello, Shru. Hi. Hi, Srikar. Hi, Mansa. Uh, how are you guys doing? Awesome. How are you? Uh, I am great. How are you, Mansa? I am thrilled and terrified to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and also shru gently persuaded me into doing this <laughs> i had to i had yeah. i needed a co-host you know <laughs> yeah so what are you guys doing these days you know in this lockdown right now uh, i'm exploring uh, more writing forms i'm taking some courses on writing i'm also uh, exploring few video editing courses Okay. I'm studying. I'm try. I mean, I'm planning to open a YouTube channel for my poetry. Okay. So that's it. You are from what branch of engineering? I am from electrical. Electrical. Okay. And uh, do you still pursue anything in electrical engineering? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm planning to write gate. Okay. Uh, I'm preparing for it. I'm preparing mm. for it. Okay. but uh, and then also side by side uh, i'm doing this writing courses too nice 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 and um, what about you mansa don't even ask i feel so unproductive after listening to what shrikar said i am like merely binge watching tv shows and also doing what i love the most reading books oh what are you reading currently I am currently reading uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Amazing. I I have yeah. heard about that book. I will borrow it from you someday. You know. You can, but I would just like to say it's going good, like just fair. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, yeah. And Srikar, are you reading anything currently? Yeah, I'm reading two books. Uh one of them is uh, Unposted Letter by Mahatriya Ra. Okay. And the other one is At Last Rug by Ayn Rand. Hmm. What are they about? Uh, Unposted letter is about uh, the author's perspectives on life. Uh, it's about like, uh, more of spirituality, and uh, also like uh, what are his views on life. Hmm. Uh, I know like many are familiar with Mahatri or Ayagas. He is a motivational speaker on YouTube. Okay. so okay. his views and all that and ayn and ayn rand is a great writer hatlas uh, tract is one of her best works it's about uh, what if the the people who run the world like who are authentic and who are originators inventors if they mm-hmm. go on a strike what happens to the world that's the theme of the story i think i need to read that book considering what is happening in india these days <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i have this problem uh man that i start reading books but you know in between i just keep them aside i don't know i get involved with other things you know i it's not like i lose my interest but i'll develop other interests as well so it's like shifting from one thing to other 
so how did you develop this habit of reading books uh, f- uh firstly when i was in my second year hmm. uh i was following these people on instagram uh elon musk antony robbins gary v all these people and okay. there was one thing in common among them that they all are readers elon hmm. musk read a lot he read a lot of science fiction which hmm. now is converting into a reality <laughs> so all these people have read then i thought like Uh, it's a trait that many successful people share so i want to be successful too so mm-hmm. let me uh, uh, like imitate them in this fashion so that i can get the same results so i started reading books i, st- I started picking up fiction then i fell in love with uh, fiction writing uh, the storytelling art of storytelling okay then later on i shifted to non fiction too non fiction is also great there are many great books out there Yeah, I, like looking at your stories, most of the times you are reading non-fiction. I guess these days. Yeah, the uh, point is that uh, I like uh, turning ideas into stories. Okay. I like re- uh, I read non-fiction and I develop new perspectives. I like I I love turning them into stories. Hmm. Hmm. Good. 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 And I don't have to ask Mansa because you know uh, her <laughs> interests are just <laughs> similar to mine. You know, okay. they are wide. but uh, similar to mine she reads many genres uh, all together uh, but mansa which is your favorite genre well um okay first of all unlike shrikar i really didn't have or i really don't have a motive behind reading okay. like reading books hmm. so my uh, i generally read like almost like a melange of all the genres hmm. but i'm a tad inclined to romance nice so does that explain your filmy side also <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> and what was your first novel that you read oh first novel um i think it was gifted to me by my grandfather uh, which i obviously did not finish it was uh, the experiments with truth by mk gandhi wow <laughs> <laughs> but obviously i didn't finish <laughs> guys don't laugh okay i tried reading it but i was really young i i can but understand you know, yeah i can understand at at that age probably i was just reading comic books and some story books that's it i know right i asked him for them but he was like no you should read these books and i barely used to get myself to read like one or two pages every day probably that propelled you to become who you are today I think so and also but like consciously I remember picking up my first book from an airport hmm. just because I just uh, wanted to read on the plane <laughs> <laughs> one of my bucket lists <laughs> okay so like I just picked up a random book so it was called um, I think like a love song by Preeti Shinoy I just liked the cover so I bought it hmm nice nice <laughs> nice and uh, Srikar are you also into romance genre No, I'm not into romance genre. What? <laughs> uh, haven't read much of romance, but the point is, I started reading books uh, with uh, by starting from romance genre. Okay. Uh, I picked oh. up a book called uh, its title "A Thousand Love Letters" by Shwetab Ghangwal. He's a YouTuber mm-hmm. and he also writes. So with that, I started reading. Uh, I fell in love with the usage of his uh, language style. Mm. Uh, it's the way he presented those emotions that was awesome then yeah, yeah. i shifted then i said when uh, then i shifted to some other genre some mm-hmm. horror some okay. suspense thriller 
ओके कैरी फर्दर यू नो आई डेंट नो दिस दैट श्वेता गैंग वैड एनी रोमांस बुक प्रेजेंट देर in the videos as well and that is very helpful because you know that becomes the selling point for the book as well you know people get attracted towards it and that is a very very smart marketing also yeah. so hmm. yeah so do you think there is a book out there which has shaped you the most well i think uh, there is this book called the magic of thinking big by uh, David Schwartz okay so i think it has okay let's just say it has helped me get out of bed and actually do stuff and i also have a quote from the book as my wallpaper let me just read it out it says think doubt and fail think victory and succeed good good so it's just a very nice subtle way of putting into perspective that it's all that it all depends on how you think hmm 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 I don't know how you people do this but you know uh, many times I saw Srikar's stories where he put pages of the books that he's reading he underlines many lines uh, he underlines the mm. quotes and the influential lines and I never understood it because that kind of operation needs a lot of concentration you know whenever you are reading book uh, you need to you know get involved so much that you know you will find something very interesting in that particular line and you hmm. are you know forced to just underline it so that you whenever you come back again okay yeah. you get the same thought you get the same hmm. feeling about the line and that is very great and uh, srikar is there any book out there which has made you underline so many such words and shaped you today in what you are yeah it's the power of habit by charles duhigg okay i love that book uh, if anyone wants to know themselves like how opening like, why they are doing the things they have been doing mm. then they have to pick up uh, the power of habit uh, it's like in simple words we are just, we are nothing but just habits we are our habits mm. so uh, he explains the he break downs the function of the habit like how we form the habits how we break the habits how we are get, how we are into the habits so once we understand the mechanics of habits then we can tweak them uh, as uh, then we can tweak them and we can become more productive uh, and also uh, uh, once we form an habit we don't do it consciously if we are driving a car uh, we don't do it consciously like if you are it's almost like 30% conscious you if you are parking a car you do it just like that because all that uh, consciousness turns into body memory that's the goal even athletes do the same mm. they okay. all uh, on the field yeah that's what um, i yeah, love yeah, that yeah. i love that part yeah i'm um, shrikar i'm out of, i'm just asking this out of curiosity did you happen to read atomic habits by james clear uh, i'm planning to read it i haven't read it's, but it's on my it's, book list <laughs> 
I just heard the way you described it, and I think it's strikingly similar to yeah, Atomic Habits. Yeah, they like those it's books. almost. I think they both are the same because it's the Atomic Habits is also about how you induce habits into your life, and they just sort of become a part of who you are. Yeah, yeah. And the part where you mentioned that athletes also train their habits into muscle memories. You know, when a cricketer. uh hits a ball it becomes his muscle memory that when a ball comes this way you have to hit this type of shot mm. you know that becomes a muscle memory and i think that kind of phenomenon is used can be used in different ways also i think that is how those books help you right yeah yeah and uh, do you plan to write an autobiography of yours uh yeah i never think <laughs> So this is a nice question. This is a straightforward big question because I'm just curious uh, since so many people read they also want to write their autobiography or write a book that transfers all their thoughts into writing. Listen, you know my book is going to be super fat if it's about me. <laughs> And very complex uh, as well. Very complex. And so okay, I I just came up like Okay I'm just going to say it I think my autobiography is going to be named unpredictable <laughs> no. I'm not saying this to sound cool or anything trust me it's exactly who I am and Shruv will agree with me like I literally I'm clueless I don't know what I'll be doing in the next moment yeah, so yeah. I think unpredictable would be like a really good title for my autobiography yeah yeah totally. what about you shrikar Firstly I would read your book unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> and decide and then decide whether to write or not <laughs> Well Shrikar you're going to be so old <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to I hope write. your kids also enjoy my book <laughs> I don't know it's it's written unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> Nice Oh my god okay I'll take it as a compliment Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking it. Ha. Huh? Okay. Ha. Uh-huh. So, Srikar, have you planned on writing of yours? I haven't planned it, but I wish I wish for that. I wish for that to happen because uh, in order to write autobiography, one should have a legacy, right? Not really, but okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I prefer to have a legacy than write mm-hmm. a autobiography. so that uh, i mean uh, it it should be like an inspiration for uh, the next generation no i mean uh, why does it have to be like that why do you have to you know create a legacy to write a book why can't you be just a normal person and then write an autobiography yeah. like uh, it's not necessary to have a legacy to write an autobiography but i prefer exactly. i prefer for that i prefer to have a legacy and write an autobiography okay it's a personal preference that's it nothing yes else. so you think you if you write something that should influence people or that should help somebody otherwise it's futile yeah that's what now if see if you want to pick up an autobiography would you pick up a normal person's or would you pick up a famous person from from whom you can learn something yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it get inspired yeah true excuse me <laughs> you can also read books for just entertainment okay yeah yeah we can do that but uh, exactly but uh, on a larger scale shuru you have called two completely opposite people onto this podcast <laughs> yeah you know my purpose is fulfilled <laughs> more content yeah yeah 
anyway i think i think if mansa uh, goes to a bookshop and she has two autobiographies one of michelle obama and the other of kardashians i think she will pick up oh my I, god I, that is so tough i think she will pick up michelle obama's uh, autobiography but also thinking about kardashians by autobiography <laughs> she doesn't want to lose the sass okay she doesn't want to lose i swear yeah she wants all the gossip okay in the world <laughs> shrika see now you know why i named my autobiography unpredictable yeah. now i got it i might just it. pick up kardashians go home and feel bad also again again yeah yeah that can happen because uh, she has read michelle obama book right becoming yeah becoming yeah how it's, how it's was that book. how was that experience i think becoming is easily one of like my favorite books it's obviously written by michelle obama it's a memoir and it's also about how you know michelle uh, being a woman of color fought her way through all the injustices that you know that she faced and found her voice mm. and also when life hasn't really been easy for her you know and even when she was the media sort of picked up on her and criticized her very unfairly okay okay and yeah. we you know it's it's really surprising that we all assume that celebrities don't usually aren't usually affected by all of this mm-hmm. but they actually do get affected by all of this definitely and you you know, yeah so like the ba- the basically the book is about how she is just more than you know the just the president's wife okay okay so, nice yeah. nice nice i'd recommend both of you to read it <laughs> yeah sure yeah. i'll do that any book that you would gift the most uh i would gift a couple of books first one is the rudesh book cover by shweta ganga and the second one is unposted letter okay. both are quite different uh, one is too intense one is subtle mm. but uh, mm. it's a great mixture like one should know uh, one should know one should read those two books uh, okay. to have a wider perspective to expand their horizon of perspectives okay about nice. life and society okay so whenever we talk about these influential personalities why do we always look towards somebody who who writes in english language i mean do you read in telugu language yeah i do read i i, read, I do read in telugu i read sumati satakam padyalu okay. i read okay. bemana satakam padyalu <laughs> okay i don't know what they are but that is also <laughs> poking mansa right there she is oh my god <laughs> i feel so embarrassed right now Okay Mansa. Shikhar why are you like so good? <laughs> Look this is how person elevates in their life okay. You need like, to okay, you Shrikar, need to read regional language literature as well. I I kind of used to read uh, regional languages when I was 6 or 7. Um my parents gifted me and my brother the Ramayana and Mahabharat. Okay. So we used to take turns and read the book. Nice nice nice. So Shrikar tell me about this transition from you know being a extensive reader to accumulating writing skills into your life uh, when did it start and how did it start uh, it started right after my first book uh, as i said uh, i read a thousand love letters book that okay. was my first novel hmm. after reading that i instantly fell in love with the art of writing i wanted to try so uh and one thought uh, there was a thought striked in my mind and i wanted to put it on a paper i just uh, i just wrote it i wrote an article 
Okay. I thought that uh, I showed it to my mother. She liked mm. it. She even forwarded it to her friends. They too liked it. That's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, later on, I thought, why not I publish this on social media? But I was a person who was not on Instagram, <laughs> was not okay. active on Facebook. I was only using <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> Okay, so that explains it that explains why you got interested in writing <laughs> yeah <laughs> then then okay. after that uh, i uh, i started a blog uh, then i started posting few articles then i wanted to write fiction hmm. then i also tried writing few short stories people okay. liked them and they encouraged me to explore more and i even tried my hand at poetry hmm. then now i'm exploring script writing nice great yeah. great great and uh, what was your first project like how did it start the blog you said what was it about it was just about my perspectives like uh, i'm just uh, like this is what i do i just turn my perspectives into uh, any i mean uh, any form of writing either articles or uh, stories or poetry so hmm. that blog was about only my perspectives in okay. my articles uh, which i poured into articles and stories okay what are your stories like are they suspense thriller or are they are you know uh they are uh, i love writing uh, intense intense stories okay. my inspiration is from ayn rand she is an okay. intense writer whatever she writes she writes it in a intense tone mm. so i always prefer going for intensity mm. so i try to make the emotions more intense in the story the characters more intense mm. and i'll try to manage to hold the readers with some suspense like i'm not saying that all my stories are about suspense and thriller okay but oh uh, i'll try to hold them hold them uh, with some suspense because those are some things like which i have to do in story writing like raising point and uh, falling point i have to hold them there we just heard oh mansa gasp okay mansa tell me why was that <laughs> okay because don't judge but mystery genre i don't think it's for me why is that like my anxiety just skyrockets whenever i read a mystery book okay like i just want to know who the killer is that's it <laughs> and guys you know there is this book um i shouldn't have no no I, it's okay i don't regret it but there's this book called the hypnotist by lars kepler hmm and it and it's one of the best mystery books that i've ever read okay probably was also my last because i think i started the book at around 10 o'clock at night mm. yeah bad idea and i stayed up till like 3 a.m in the morning wow i don't know do that i was just <laughs> flipping pages because it was so my anxiety was so bad i just couldn't get myself to sleep <laughs> nice nice like i remember my mom coming inside my room and she's like what are you doing why are you not sleeping and i'm like shush <laughs> don't disturb thinking you're possessed or something like, i'm not even kidding that's how she said it she's like just go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and then mansa like you read a lot of books why don't you think of writing something well okay guys you're in for a story shru hmm. it's a revelation because i kind of tried writing <laughs> oh nice oh <laughs> let me tell you so i opened word okay. and i typed one cold winter morning and that's it that's all <laughs> 
because i just didn't know how to continue writer's block <laughs> yeah but that was nice. that was such a nice opening line right on a cold winter morning i just put a comma and just left it you should have you should, you should have continue continued it with i wore a jacket <laughs> story <laughs> end really the end yeah. unlike me then yeah. finish it off with writing the end <laughs> <laughs> or 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 i could have oh wait actually yeah <laughs> guys you know what okay this is an idea okay this is my autobiography it's called unpredictable i open the book i write on a cold winter morning and just leave all the pages blank <laughs> because it's unpredictable <laughs> do you get it <laughs> yeah i do i do i do like i th- i am sealing like the whole book so that people won't see the contents inside also <laughs> maybe maybe you can keep some pages blank and then fill some and then again keep some blank that way you know yeah. people do not know where you have written it uh, written so they will read the entire book <laughs> yeah, yeah even better it's... even better in the middle page i'll write keep going <laughs> <laughs> nice 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 and then at the end i'll just be like congratulations you the end next <laughs> the next day it will hit new york uh, bestseller exactly yeah. number 1 you forgot that hash number 1 on top yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know once i always force you to write book reviews because i know and why don't you do that man come on well i don't know like it just uh you know i'm a little lazy but okay you know what i'll actually try writing okay mm-hmm. and also shrikar you know when you're answering like when you're giving all these answers i can actually hear shru saying seekho kuch <laughs> like please seekho kuch you have no idea how much he propels me to do something productive uh yeah i think uh, recently you just finished reading 1984 right Oh yeah. Yeah, that That's that awesome. book is very difficult to comprehend, but yeah, you still managed to finish it. It is very difficult to comprehend. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. So, you have that skill and I'm I'm telling you, Srikar, you help me out here. Just, you know, somehow persuade her to write a review. Okay, she is a great writer, trust me. She has written stuff before and I have read it. I am thinking the aim of this podcast uh, by the end <laughs> we will make her to write something, write a review. Oh okay. god. Okay, okay. okay. the greatest mantra now. Yeah. Shrikar you have left Wait. me you have left me with no option. Now I really know Shru is going to persuade me to write something. Yeah. So you have to help me out. How is that? That's yeah, 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 yeah. That is that is a great thing. You know Shrikar since you have written so many things till now you can uh, you know help her out to write new things. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that later after the podcast. Now let us talk about uh, Shrikar's favorite part of writing. You know which one is your favorite? poetry blogs articles or you know stories definitely poetry <laughs> definitely poetry i can see that in your instagram page yeah yeah so what is poetry bro saying a lot in just few words with some music that's it that's so profound <laughs> where does that's the music come is. from uh sounding of words you have to you have to be uh, a bit attentive towards the words Yeah. Uh, like uh, snake, sneak. See the cur word, the cur mm. sound. Oh. Snake, sneak. That's nice. consonants. 
and uh, also ah uh, in uh, this this is popular tongue twister i hope you're familiar with this pretty bot pretty bot butter and oh, first oh, oh, okay oh, go can on, i can, on. can i go yeah, for please, it please please go on pretty bot some bitter butter but the bitter butter was not better so pretty bot some better butter to make the bitter butter better so what do you observe in this i'm not uh, even going to try that that, <laughs> that that i'm so good at it uh, okay <laughs> apart from that apart from that i don't know Betty really needs to have some butter at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, like. You go. You say it. You say it. Don't embarrass us. <laughs> okay, Mansa. Let us get serious now. Srikar exactly. is. Srikar is. You know, uh, telling his uh, knowledge now. Uh, if you closely observe, every word starts with the same sound. Bur 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 bur. So it's alliteration. So there's music in poetry. We have to observe. wow mm. nice mm-hmm. and i think every one of us have a milk tongue like pleasure of saying certain words so mm. okay humans are born humans are born with that that's why poetry has uh, descended from centuries it's been and it's it is its stabilities and it will be forever mm. shru um did you ever want to like read poetry i think i used to when i was a kid uh, i used to like mm-hmm. reading poems in marathi my mother tongue mm-hmm. i really mm-hmm. found pleasure in them whenever i used to read them some poems made me cry some poems made me feel oh. very very good about myself and you know and i also wrote a few of them in marathi only in my 10th i suppose awesome. yeah so i wrote but you know i never continued i even tried writing something on my instagram page a few lines oh yeah there it's on my profile you can check it out but uh, recently i have lost the touch okay i never hmm. i never you know go extensively towards poetry to read them or to feel something sometimes hmm. there are instagram pages uh, just like srikars there are pages who write these nice poems and i go through them i you know stay stay on that post i look at it for 2 minutes i feel nice and then just move on it it doesn't mm. impact me too much probably that is like taking way too much what the poet uh, what the poem is giving me uh, you know there there is a lot of potential in poem it gives you you know legion of emotions and all mm. you have to do is just comprehend it then you know and then just mm. feel everything from it and i think srikar could tell us in a better way what makes poetry different from other forms of writing yeah uh, before that i just want to know like uh, is vansa interested in poetry <laughs> nice did you just sense it srikar okay honestly i really want to read poetry like i really want to understand how poetry feels and everything but i just don't know how to start and where to start Okay then I'll help you out. Start start from his sure. page. Done. I'm already <laughs> on it. I'm reading what do I write by him. Uh so like what how is poetry different from other forms of writing? Mm. The first one is attentiveness. Poets are extremely careful about the use of language, the spellings, punctuation, sounding of words, spaces between the words. Mm. So they're extremely mm. careful with the language. and concentration uh, poetry has more meaning music and emotion per word per syllable and per letter 
than in, than all other kinds of writing yeah yeah and mm. the third thing is uh, experimentation poets love to experiment they come up with new uh, ideas new perspectives and if and if at all if they are trying to uh, portray already existing perspective already known perspective they uh, mm. try to do it using uh, new metaphors new similes mm. like they'll come up with new things mm. they'll experiment more the scope to experiment more in poetry mm. than in fiction and uh, other forms of writing non fiction so more experimentation can be done in poetry i, I don't think that there are strict rules for uh, strict rules of grammar in poetry like poets do manipulate a lot of grammar uh, grammar in the po- poems true, like true, uh, true. they really? po- yeah yeah they do have to, uh, you don't have to be oh. a grammar nazi for writing poetry <laughs> i don't know my 10th class english teacher would disagree with you <laughs> then uh, <laughs> william shakespeare will come <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> because see the point is if we stick to grammatical rules we will hmm. we have to we will compromise the sounds sounding Achha. of words yeah the point the whole point of poetry is to make it more um, add more music to it true true right mm-hmm. so sometimes poets do compromise uh, grammar and uh, that's what i said like uh, we don't have to be grammar nazi to, to write poetry there's a main okay, reason so i got <laughs> into this yeah okay so basically focus on feelings yeah focus on feelings hmm. uh, like the way of presentation like what yeah. metaphors what kind of metaphors you use for that hmm. are there any confines to writing poetry like you know you have to write that poetry in these many words uh there are few traditional poems like haiku and tanka like haiku is a, both are japanese forms of poetry uh like there are uh, also sonnet uh, shakespeare's famous sonnets what so are sonnets uh sonnets are the 14 line poem uh, they are uh, like couplets okay yeah so it's a 14 line poem with iambic pentameter like it's uh, it's like uh, it it goes like this babam 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 five units in each line total okay. uh, so this pattern continues in 14 lines okay so th- and and is tanka a 31 syllable poem yeah. 31 yeah hmm. 31 syllable poem fine written in a single unbroken line you are reading my post now yeah <laughs> <laughs> so these are some traditional forms of poetry which has strict rules other than that you can go free verse hmm. you need not worry about a lot of sounding and all that you just you can write your like uh, you can write your heart and mind out you can just pour hmm. in your heart and mind out but i would suggest that uh, it would be better if you learn some technicalities of poetry so that you can present them even better Achoo. okay i can see there are some haiku poems in your you know page yeah. so can, can you like give me some example of it you know read it out yeah sure i'll do it so basically i'll give an introduction about haiku uh, hmm. haiku hmm. is a traditional japanese poetry it's a three line poem with 17 syllables uh, the first line will have five syllables second line will have seven and the third will have five syllables so haikus are um, haikus mainly focus about nature it's about what is happening at this moment mm. at this moment 
so i wrote four haiku four haiku poems uh, i was sitting on uh, i was sitting in my balcony uh, so i was just observing the sky and i wrote these things wow so typical it goes like this. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah read them out please so it goes like this yeah haiku one cotton clouds in sky turning darker and darker swallowing the sun this this is the first one i will stop you there for a moment you know when you read that i i couldn't help but get a smile on my face i don't know why when you said that same cotton clouds in sky turning darker and darker swallowing the sun it just there is just some i don't know if i'm wrong but i can such find such a that, beautiful feeling yeah there is a humor in it that the clouds are swallowing the sun and still there is something dark going on because there is dark, uh, you know darkness around amazing yeah. okay move on yeah second haiku wind takes a wild ride hurling away everything that comes in its way great hmm. birds battling the wind to make it to their nest soon as they foresee storm nice flash of fog lightning wow. leap from sky with thunder roar drenching earth with rain okay so these these haikus are all the things that you saw in front of you and felt yeah like i was sitting in my balcony like it was about to rain so okay. i just uh, wrote this uh, haiku if you closely observe you can see those 5757 syllable pattern in all these haiku poems yeah 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 definitely so is there a is there a process for you to write this poetry you know if somebody wants to start uh, do they have to follow follow some kind of process fixed process uh it's not i mean art uh, i'll give a blueprint i'll try to give a blueprint like uh, to start but uh, it would be but i mean uh, following that uh, everyone can uh, devise their own way of writing Hmm. it pushes them to uh, devise their own way of uh, writing poetry hmm. so uh, the blueprint is like start out with a straightforward uh, prose statement okay hmm. then pay closer attention to the uh, details like if you write that uh, a white sunset like explain about the details like uh, how is the sun it's hmm. reddish uh, orange or oh, how's the sky okay. so think about mm-hmm. the details mm-hmm. go for the details then the third uh, uh try to include some poetic devices like metaphors and uh, similes also some other technical i, I don't want to go into all those things yeah. so mm-hmm. the thing is uh don't convey it directly like the sun uh, the sun is setting it's not like that like Mm-hmm. as i said like cotton clouds Nothing in sky poetic about yeah, it yeah cotton clouds in sky turning darker and darker swallowing the sun swallowing the sun mm-hmm. it's it's personification like mm-hmm. giving human qualities to clouds mm-hmm. so okay. that's where the juice comes from yeah yeah totally uh, uh, so and try yeah, yeah yeah okay so mansa you know you must have read some of his poems and do you feel difficulty in understanding them do you feel difficulty in reading them well i'm surprised i actually don't i mean it's very simple okay. and okay i think uh, shrikar i'm currently like looking at your what do i write poem so shru in it he he says some say write your heart out and the others say write your mind out 
okay nice nice how profound is that yeah, and yeah. how it makes so much sense <laughs> thank you <laughs> shrikar really how do you come up with these ideas like i am i am taking my pen and paper and going to balcony after this <laughs> go for it what if it's yeah. a, it's a sunny day and you know it's very hot out there <laughs> i will describe the sun yeah that's <laughs> like what. he said see oh my god i'm already there yeah 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 <laughs> now you know uh, reading poetry is also an art because uh, understanding what the writer has to deliver uh, what the writer wants to tell you is a difficult task but it is beautiful mm. in its own way when you comprehend True. it uh, from your own perspective you get different meanings of the same line okay so it yeah. uh, the poetry could be the same poetry could be subjective to uh, different people so you know as a poet srikar when you can't explain people that okay this is what i want to convey but people take it in a other way okay so do you feel dissatisfaction or do you feel that urge to correct them or do you just say like okay fine they understood it in that way let them enjoy it uh okay uh, let me tell you something in olden days uh, in ancient days like uh, when poets used to write, when ancient poets used to write poetry as well as uh, exact uh, interpretation what they want the readers want to interpret they oh. they used to write mm-hmm. that also such that mm-hmm. uh, it for when people won't uh, get into misinterpretations but oh. uh, yeah because uh, there's a wide scope of uh, misinterpretation to happen in poetry true true, true. Uh, yeah because it's almost it's total it's totally everything is indirect way uh, all those metaphors if one thing goes wrong then uh, the i mean the corresponding things will go wrong and you'll end up with some other perspective so what i would suggest is uh, there are two things uh, firstly let me tell you why misinterpretations happen there are two things for this first thing is uh, uh, like uh, the reader have to take care of this because it's the reader's job like uh, they have to have good knowledge about poetry good knowledge means uh, what i mean uh, what i mean is uh, to have the knowledge about in what situation the poem has been written and do some inter- uh, do some research about the poet uh, in mm. which era he lived so that okay. you'll understand what were the uh, what was the customs and what was the traditions at that time mm. uh, so you'll have an idea about that you'll have an idea uh, about that so that you can understand the poem better and the second thing uh, and the so uh, like uh, the reader have to take some effort it's not uh, it's not like reading an article or a story mm. the reader has to take some effort to understand it well to get the uh, to to get the most out of it to get the most out of it you have to have some knowledge mm. mm-hmm. you know i uh, yeah go on uh, and the second thing is the writer's job the poet's job um uh, see there are two things in poetry one is abstractions and imagery abstractions are the things which uh, which we cannot feel them with our five senses for example time mm. we cannot feel them with our five senses but time has symbols like clock yeah if i say clock is ticking it uh, we mean time uh, like uh, time is passing mm. so 
misinterpretations happen when the poet uh, when the poet uh, is unable to portray his abstractions that is his own ideas with uh, appropriate imagery okay. if there is uh, not uh, appropriate uh, imagery or adequate imagery for the abstractions then the misinterpretation happens it's like uh, putting a lot of work on reader's shoulder hmm Mm. then their misinterpretation happens so both of them should be careful the poet as well as the reader mm. you know i think major obstructions where happen for readers uh, is the whenever they come across difficult vocabularies because since uh, you know poets have to finish their poem in limited words or they just like to keep it short they use very difficult vocabularies which are not familiar to uh you know someone like us suppose for, from india we 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 just lose interest because there is very difficult uh line or there is difficult word to understand so do you think that's something uh, on on the writer's part or the reader has to take some effort to just you know comprehend i think uh, uh it's the reader's job i guess because the poet uh, i mean we can't tell the poet to use some other word because he has done enough research and he came up with the right word which I mean which he feels right uh, we can we cannot say it's the fault of the poet i think it would be better for the readers to start with some basic poetry like simple poetry where okay. they don't have they don't find uh, these difficult words like they can start with few haikus as mm. well as they can go for uh, maya angela poetry mm. which are like these modern poems are simple uh, i don't recommend reading ancient poetry like william shakespeare john donne no don't okay. do that so start with some simple modern poetry then you'll fall in love with the art of poetry then you'll love reading them then you can shift to the ancient poetry which are very profound as well as awesome yeah do do you have any recommendation read my poetry <laughs> <laughs> i am already on it no i mean uh, through your late yeah no i mean uh, do you know any book that uh, we can refer to or we can read which might get us interested into poetry even more i would suggest you to go through uh, anthologies poetry okay. anthologies uh, those anthologies are like, written I'm by i'm writing it down okay <laughs> same uh, i don't i mean uh, i don't i don't remember the titles but you can search them on google you can read some anthologies like uh, these anthologies are written by the students mostly uh, students even i have participated in few so mm. stu- uh, so uh, the students uh, they are uh, and also you can follow people like uh, jidnya sujata on instagram Uh, mm. these people you can find them on spill poetry uh, you know you are you familiar with spill poetry on youtube channel mm, i don't think so okay like i would recommend also, um these poems these poems by rupi kaur or somebody keep popping up on my feed mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. have you heard of her rupi kaur yeah yeah i have i have heard of her yeah okay hmm. rupika uh, but i would suggest go through the spill poetry youtube channel and tape tail uh, youtube channels there you can find uh, many amateur poet i'm not amateur but good poets 
Then okay. you can find good poets. Mm. The they use simple language. They narrate it so well. They mm. read it so well. Mm. You can understand them. And all and it's like uh, I mean uh, first ah uh, uh, the thing is poetry is not meant to read. Uh, not meant to just not meant for just eye and mind. It's to be given voice. So mm. you'll enjoy more listening to poems. So I'd better. Uh, so it would be better if the if you guys. uh go through those channels and listen to some of their poems and then read some anthology poems mm. then uh, pick up some uh, modern poets poems then go for ancient poetry okay 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 and do you have any favorite poem of yours uh, somebody else's work somebody else's work mm. <laughs> okay, i had to uh, mention it right exactly i was going to say it the same <laughs> yeah i do have uh it's a poem by emily dickinson mm. uh there's a poem uh should i read it uh, i should read it now yeah, you can yeah so it goes like this mm i dwell in possibility a fairer house than prose more numerous of windows superior for dose here possibility uh, means it's a metaphor for po- po- poetry Okay. She's basically saying that poetry is more beautiful, more profound than prose. <laughs> so, I dwell mm-hmm. in possibility, a fairer house than prose, more numerous of windows, superior for dose, of chambers as the cedars, impregnable of eye, and for an everlasting roof, the gamblers of the sky, of vistas, the fairest, for occupation, this, the spreading wide my narrow hands to gather paradise. Just look at the last line. Mm. the spreading wide my narrow hands to gather paradise wow yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so this is my favorite poem like i know it's a kind of difficult one like yeah i not... could i i think i can understand only 50% of it yeah or 60 yeah mm. uh, when you explained the first two lines then i got the idea okay this this is what it is about otherwise i was going in some other direction <laughs> wait i'll just give you some explanation selling Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. The explanation goes like this: I live in a house called Possibility, a metaphor for poetry. This is a more beautiful and truthful house than one called Prose. It has far more windows and better doors than Prose does. The house of Possibility has rooms as strong as cedar door into which the outside world can't see. For its eternal roof, the house has the sky itself and the possibilities. Visitors to this house are the most beautiful and virtuous kinds of people. My job here is the one I am doing right now. Opening my own little hands, I collect poetry, the divine substance of the heavens themselves. Very deep, right? Yeah. Very, very profound. Yeah. I am considering to change the name of my autobiography. Oh, as a new name. <laughs> Endless possibilities. <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe I'll just put a put a tagline like unpredictable. उसके नीचे endless possibilities with three dots. Now uh, or now, just unpredictable uh, below that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fine. You know, Mansa, you must have read some poems as a kid, or at least some you must have come across somewhere. So do you remember any I, such poem that uh, you liked a lot? Well, not outside academics for sure. 
so maybe hmm. i think the last poem please don't ask me about it i just know that i just remember the title it's called ozymandias we had this okay. in our 10th so yeah I it was about I some statue it. i, I suppose yeah. <laughs> even i do remember that you do <laughs> oh yeah i remember it i remember it you know my favorite not favorite but i remember this poem from my heart even today because it is very emotional it was in marathi uh, i think when mm. i was in 7th grade so this poem is about a bull okay mm. and a farmer so the bull is personified the bull is you know writing the story it is mm. very very emotional he starts with you know how the bull came into farmer's life and helped him a lot to do so many chores like you know bulls do a lot of stuff you know they True. are used yeah, for yeah. they are used for so many uh, tasks so the bull yeah. is like even though you use me you still give me that love from your side i am very grateful for that and uh... the once in a year in maharashtra there is a festival for all the cows and all the cattle actually all the cattle mm-hmm. uh, we do puja of them we give them a day off we give them great food we uh, give them nice clothes clothes in the sense we cover them with nice design of shawls and everything we mm-hmm. uh, get them ready and they are paraded throughout the whole uh, town whole village okay that is one festival so he's like mm. whole year i work for you and then you know once year you do this for me and i'm very you know happy for that also once a year i get to eat something sweet and that bull goes on telling his story like okay uh, this is what happens in my life i'm you know grateful for this and all that stuff in the end what happens now he is old okay the bull is old mm. and the bull ends the poem with i have worked for you i have served you all this time and thank you for having me and i wish that when i die the skin of my body will make a good chappal for you good footwear for you so it oh. ends with that <laughs> that's so emotional yeah yeah and you know my teacher was amazing he used to mm. read out poems in that very intense fashion he used to be mm. he used to get involved in it and you know mm. his modulation of voice everything when the bull starts crying he created that shivering sound through his voice can you imagine wow that made this poem even more special mm. you're lucky to have such a great so teacher so beautiful yeah, yeah i'm still feeling emotional yeah, yeah because uh, like like it it's so beautiful it just shows what gratefulness actually is yeah yeah true and there is this uh, man said i don't know if you have watched this movie but there is this movie called dead poets society yeah i watched it yeah oh shuru i'm going to surprise you i did really nice nice half nice. half of it half of it <laughs> like till they find the <laughs> till they find that spot na the secret spot yeah, the where cave. Okay. this cave. is why i'm telling you i want to read poetry i just don't know where to start you you know just stop giving excuses and you uh, pick up something <laughs> what you find i think you will do great yeah sure you're so mean no no i think no no that's what happens even i look at look at me whenever i say i want to read that book but you know i don't know what to do so these are excuses right uh, everybody if they want to do something just pick something up 
go ahead the way you do it mm. with books you know you just pick a book and just keep reading and reading every i think you are finishing yes. a book per week <laughs> you are reading at oh, that please. you are reading at that pace <laughs> it was because it was like you know it's it's dystopian only but 1984 was also you know i just had to finish it somehow so okay. Okay. i was just going at a very fast pace yeah nice so yeah i was talking about the dead poet society i think when i uh, i i have watched uh, other movies which include poetry and all that stuff but this one was very special this one touched my soul this one showed me that poetry is for everybody you know poetry is something everyone should uh, you know feel everyone should mm. uh, read and feel the emotions i was really relieved to you know just uh, rem- uh, remember all the poems that i had read in my school i mm. went online and i went through them again you can imagine what kind of impact that movie had on me i really thought about True. poetry in a different way after watching that movie hmm. so srikant tell me what do you do to keep your poetry good i read a lot of poetry okay that's the first thing you have to do like because uh, you'll get to know the more uh, like uh, diff- different ways of expressing the things hmm. like uh, there are many poems uh, whose theme is based on sea and different people Uh, uh present it in different manners dif- different ways true so that's what i mean uh, to be a good poet to enhance your poetry i would suggest to read a lot of poetry mm-hmm. and also listen to poetry uh, listen mm-hmm. to poetry and while you're reading read it aloud so speak conscious about the sounds mm-hmm. and uh, and the and Uh, the most important thing is never settle for cliche don't use the same metaphors if you like if you feel like this has already been used don't mm-hmm. go for it go for the new one go for your metaphor go for your analogy uh, simile is where you use the word like i suppose right yeah this or uh, is that the metaphor well uh, this is a major confusion this is the biggest confusion yeah so let me break down uh as you said in similes we we do use like but it's not mm-hmm. only that uh, see the thing yeah. is the major difference is uh now uh, uh, okay i'll give an example cotton clouds this is metaphor mm. and metaphor. Uh, and clouds are like cotton this is simile so what has True. what is happening here in metaphors we change the nature i'm saying mm-hmm. clouds are cotton I'm not, hmm. and in simile i'm not say, i'm not changing the nature of clouds i'm not saying I, i'm okay. not ultimately saying clouds are uh, cotton i'm just hmm. showing the similarity between them hmm. so yeah. in sim- simile is a bit uh, subtle one metaphor hmm. is uh, a bit intense like uh, it just it gives an ultimate like like this cloud uh, hmm. cotton clouds hmm. and similarly clouds are like cotton Nine Srikar, you should really become a teacher, man. You should become a poetry teacher. I swear. <laughs> I I and I I understood this difference in a quick second. Trust me. You know, <laughs> I was not going to be wrong about it anyways because <laughs> this is one of the questions that was asked in the class by my teacher. Mm. She said, "Does simile include the work like or no?" Mm. And I very confidently said no. <laughs> <laughs> So like I'm going to remember this forever. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Man, you 
you very nicely and calmly you know differentiated these two it was very uh, easy to understand after your explanation you should really think about becoming a teacher man i'm planning hey, a poetry course <laughs> yeah hey shrikar you know if you actually pursue this poetry and everything you you might as well be like that a uh, teacher in dead dead poet society hai na shru but he will also go through such situations difficult situations yeah, yeah. Po- poetry won't pay your bills <laughs> like do you really think so uh, can we make money by writing poetry don't you think we can make money but uh, we can go like like quit the job and write poetry <laughs> uh, like poetry uh, like uh, we can make money from poetry like from participating in few competitions like performing live uh, collaborating mm-hmm. with some youtube channels like spill poetry and tipetel like mm-hmm. we can go for that mm-hmm. we can monetize to some extent but i don't think we can make a lot of money from this okay mm-hmm. uh, like but uh, once if you get the good recognition once mm-hmm. uh, you can then mm-hmm. your books will uh, will pay you well uh, yeah you'll get uh, like Uh, your books will be sold and uh, also if you start a poetry course on udemy or uh, any other platform teaching platform then mm-hmm. slowly uh, it's not like it will happen quickly uh, it's not True. Uh, it will take time but if, if the person is persistent then maybe uh, things might change like he can make money mm-hmm. but i would advise that uh, don't quit your jobs <laughs> <laughs> but to also but to also do all of that you need to have profound knowledge of uh, poetry you can't be superficial about it and just go ahead and and try to do all these things because you can't survive that kind of you know environment if you don't have that deep knowledge yeah mm. like uh, like one should ask oneself that question that uh, if i do my poetry course now will people listen to me do mm. I, uh, am i capable uh, like uh, i'm uh, like it would be better if they can experiment it on social media like uh, how people are reacting to your poems uh, if you explain if now i have explained about metaphor and simile if if uh, if i do it on uh, instagram the same video like are people engaging well so all this data mm. we can get this data from social media then depending upon that we can act yeah 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 i think i think major obstruction that poetry faces is uh it is visual most of the times it may it forces audience it forces people to read it and most of most of the people who are on social media they they have very narrow uh, point of concentration okay they like to just go quickly from one post to other they don't like to stay read and understand what is written in this 10 15 lines so i think that is major obstruction and that could be over overcome by audio that is one other uh, media that can take down the harshness you know level of difficulty and that, that can attract many audience also what if you start you know reading out poems and putting those audios on instagram why don't you do that i'm planning those things i'm planning uh, to make reels to read out my poetry but for that uh, i'm planning to do it in such a way that uh, i i i'll like do some animation and give voice over 
such that like mm. I'd, i'll be making more engagement that that's a like, great idea uh, like people like to see animation right yeah they yeah want yeah some figures to popping up so i'm pl- i'm uh, that's why i'm doing this video editing courses <laughs> once i'm done with them i'll definitely do those things and most importantly I'm- poetry is meant to be given voice it's not mm. to, it's not yeah. to be it's not for eye and mind it's for mm. the sounding yeah that's, yeah that's what mm. I also think you have a very nice voice for poetry. I know Thank right you. he has Thank a you. very yeah. subtle bass voice and uh, he exactly. he has that charisma to it crispness to it. Like he like how he explained the metaphor and simile mm-hmm. without any fuss mm-hmm. like okay this is this and that is this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know Mansa so you know uh, Mansa likes my singing a lot. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, Srikar, what do you think these songs, these Bollywood songs or Tollywood uh, songs, are those poetry? They are not poetry. They just want some commercial hits. <laughs> <laughs> He is just so there's tired a lot of, of them. <laughs> there's a lot of objectifying man seriously lot of objectifying probably that's uh, metaphor for them <laughs> i literally i hate those lines i hate those lyrics i stopped listening to especially i stopped listening to the those these bollywood and even tollywood lyrics now like modern day <laughs> things hmm. i love listening i love uh, listening to old songs as well hmm. as instrumental music that's okay it. Okay wait a second i think you will love tony kakkar songs uh, you should really check them out <laughs> i won't <laughs> i won't i don't even but, like neha kakkar why would i go for tony kakkar <laughs> yeah but shru and i really like those old bollywood songs you don't i do hello okay name one your favorite one um of course i can uh, ajeeb dasuta hai ye and uh, आजकल तेरे मेरे पे शुरू कम ऑन यार टू बी स्पोक अबाउट दिस या आई थिंक ब्रो आई थिंक रिसेंटली इन रिसेंट टाइम दिस बॉलीवुड म्यूजिक एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट आई थिंक देयर आर अ फ्यू राइटर्स हु सॉन्ग राइटर्स दे डू इनक्रेडिबल जॉब सम ऑफ देम आर स्वानंद केरकेरे आई आल्सो लाइक अमित त्रिवेदी मैन अमेजिंग आई लव अमित त्रिवेदी अमेजिंग राइट एंड देयर आर अमेजिंग या 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 so these these songwriters they are very very you know profound when it comes to music industry and uh, getting a deep meaning through their song so do, don't you think that could be very similar to poetry yeah it's definitely similar to poetry songwriting is definitely similar to poetry mm-hmm. because the songwriting happens uh, in a cor- uh, with corresponding to the beat yeah first the song and music director gets a beat and according to that beat uh, the lyricist writes the lyrics hmm. so there's a lot of uh, passion and music into songwriting so it's very hmm. similar to poetry yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, as you said there are some good writers even now and in telugu i can name uh, i can name chandrabose uh, he is a he is a great songwriter Hmm. and also this um, man shri ram shastri or someone also yeah yeah that's what uh, just i'm not i mean it's wait a second uh, and somebody's name that starts with v also no ah sit uh, sirivellana sita rama shastri he's an awesome i just writer. said yeah huh? that's him yeah he's an awesome writer man 
like uh, if if I have there if there are any telugu audience i would suggest them to go listen listen to his songs though mm. the metaphors he uses the words and uh, he plays with the sounds okay i mm. love that okay do you do you listen to rap music uh no no i don't like that <laughs> i don't like rap music okay guys just a minute i think i found a metaphor for like a hindi bollywood lyric song okay okay go mera pyar 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 hoka bar what is it <laughs> what the hell does that mean damn <laughs> it's a metaphor for them obviously yeah, yeah, see yeah. there's poetry in bollywood yeah, there to is, whoever there is. said there's no poetry in bollywood i i won't argue that i won't argue that but what i feel personally is uh, rap is more like poetry trust me rap is so much more hmm. like poetry it is probably very aggressive and uh, you know there are foul words used and it is very violent and uh, there are so many elements to it but it is so much like poetry uh, they do not go by some pattern that that is also there mm. they do not go by some pattern they go by storytelling so i personally feel that if anything is very similar to poetry that is rap in modern art let me tell you one thing mm. uh, i'm not into rap songs but uh, i saw this movie ranvi singh's movie uh, what is it gali boy gali boy yeah mm. uh, i saw it in theater mm. uh, like I really like the movie. Uh I know right. Yeah. I really I like the movie. movie. Uh I'm not well versed in Hindi but I could pick up some good lyrics. Mm. Uh like which uh, which were like so emotional and so mm. aggressive. They're so nice and this particular lyric like ye shad dunkish wala meri bedi ab biglayegi. That okay. one hit me yeah. so hard and uh, after that I started writing poetry. That lyric that lyric was such an inspiration for me okay. then i then after that i wrote my first poem so okay. like i'm not into rap but uh, as you yeah, said yeah it it impacted more, you somehow yeah yeah it impacted me you know i would share some rap music with you english ones trust me when you listen to it you will be like okay this is something i never expected there there are some three dimensional raps starts very simple it goes deep and then it goes like beyond this world there are such <laughs> raps yeah i will i'll share each one of them okay don't worry yeah please uh, yeah, i'd love to hear them yeah do you get approached by girls after writing this poetry <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of my poems are feministic poems so okay. uh, uh like most of the girls like my poems okay they uh, like uh, got a lot of praise for my poems mm but uh, nothing went for a date like uh, it didn't go to that extent <laughs> do you think there is more inclination towards uh, your poem by girls than boys yeah i think there is like uh, actually the point is i i wanted to write a novel hmm. uh, like about the silent suffering of a woman like we we people usually talk about like rape and uh, household assaults and all this i mean, uh, I mean like what what happens like what can be seen we usually talk about these things mm. but there's also a lot of silent suffering going for the woman true 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 yeah uh, mm. like uh, the simple thing like if uh, if there is a girl and a boy and uh, and a grandmother the like the grandmother calls the boy in a certain way and the girl in a certain way so like 
uh, they say bias and uh, these things will affect the uh, girl so as well as like marital rape and most like uh, silent suffering marital rape true mm-hmm. so i i even wrote a I'm poem i'm still on surprised that. yeah and the and the worst part is we don't even have a law for that like to exactly, punish to punish I was going them to say that to punish them we don't have a law in india so like uh, i wanted to write that novel but it didn't happen because writing a novel uh, it takes a lot of time uh, i was like i wasn't ready uh, and i didn't have the necessary skill at that point of time so i had the ideas like what is what all silent suffering a woman goes like i had some ideas like body shaming marital rape so mm. i turned those ideas into poems nice nice uh this will mean there's a lot of social condition happening like right from the like childhood the kids are being socially conditioned in sort of a certain fashion mm. like uh, and even also for men like uh, like men are told to be not to cry yeah not to yeah, be strong yeah. to be strong like yeah and so all the social conditioning is a root cause and uh, for cooking i would say that uh, the thing is <laughs> i view cooking as a uh, survival skill i know right same okay i believe the same i was actually going to post it on my story also i have uh, started cooking on my own i have i'm learning okay and i believe everyone should learn cooking and i have told this to mansa also cooking is a survival yeah. skill the exact same words true yeah that's what like it's a survival skill everyone should learn that you can experiment it's also a skill you can uh, you'll find joy doing that true, but true. the social conditioning say i mean because of the social conditioning the society is inclined that uh, like only women should do women women are supposed to do the cooking part hmm. so hmm. it's not like that like i remember my own relatives you know when my brother was crying they like used to wipe his tears and be like why are you crying like a girl mm-hmm. and i used to stand there i'm like okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's the but you know times have changed about only women should be in kitchen mm. that, that, that mm. was probably once applicable in those ancient times when you know uh, the physical dominance was required to survive outside and the care and the you know nurturing nature was required required inside the house that was the mm. condition in those days but now it's different right you you don't have to yeah. struggle a lot for surviving so these things just dilute the, there are no mm. jobs stereotyped according to gen- genders there are no st- mm. genders who are made for certain type of jobs so you can always mm. say that phase is over and one should yeah. learn every single survival skill cooking even other skills like women should also become strong so yeah we were talking about so what about yeah. romance uh, do you write a lot of romantic poems yeah i wrote few i wrote few romantic poems too mm-hmm. okay read it out and tell uh, what you meant by it <coughs> so the title is you are my person nice i'm already interested <laughs> i am blushing <laughs> <laughs> okay When I was overwhelmed by the dark vicious clouds you were my sun shining through brightening my world with the rays of hope when i was knocked out in the ring of life lying unconscious you were my tight slap of resurrection bringing me back to life making me conscious again when i was at the shore 
alone and lost you were my sea reaching out in waves cheering me every now and then taking me up, taking away my grief and loneliness when i was a budding plant growing little by little and little every day you were my caring farmer finding joy in my growth when i was an evolving caterpillar trying to break the cocoon you were the strength in my wings helping me turn into a butterfly and fly high when i was stuck in a storm or drowned in the ocean of joy you were there still you are there and will be there because you're my person my love and my everything oh so sweet <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you chru <laughs> did you ever write a poem for someone okay i think i did maybe i don't know i might have you did i guess i don't know really i i might have just copied the <laughs> i might i might this was what amazing yeah yeah poem. 10 things i hate about you so the <laughs> the poem in the end i might have copied that but that applied so i guess i you just modified it, it a little yes 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 yes, yes. Mm. anyway nice. so back to srikar man amazing do you also write poems for other people like your friends and family friends and family uh, i haven't tried like i want or to or people write. you do podcast with <laughs> i will write one. i will write one for sure <laughs> okay shrikar i'm waiting <laughs> don't include shru ha i wrote few poems uh, but uh, like those were out of uh, anger <laughs> hmm i couldn't Whoa. shout i couldn't shout i couldn't vent my anger on them so i chose the poetry nice wow so, so everybody to... everyone has that way of escaping yeah like uh, after writing that you'll you'll feel like uh, you'll get back to your peace hmm. yeah this hmm. is what i want to say it's over right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice because nice. like if i go and say if i go and say all those things like it would uh, definitely damage the relationship but uh, i can't keep quiet as well as i can't go and say it so poet comes to the uh, like poet is here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so man i think we have reached the end of our discussion and <sighs> it was amazing right <laughs> yeah it was, it was really awesome nice. i really enjoyed it I, I laughed really a lot. It. Thank you, Shrikar. Thank you too, Mansa, for the most unpredictable moments. <laughs> Somebody thank me, please. Ah, uh, thank you. Sorry. Okay, thank, thank you, you for too. organizing this. Yeah. I've already thanked you. I said thank you for gently persuading me into doing this. Okay, man. You know, Shri- Shrikar. Shrikar, notice how I avoided using the word manipulate. <laughs> Shrikar, yeah. you are also- becoming a poet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That's a compliment. Oh my god. Sita <laughs> is also one of the reasons uh, why she chose to come. You know, she yes. she wanted to talk about poetry with you, and of course, she reads a lot, so that makes sense, right? I'm glad. I'm glad. Like, and uh, and thank you, and thank you, bro. Like organizing this event, I was really excited when you asked me for doing a poetry podcast. <laughs> okay guys thank you and uh, have a good day stay safe bye you too man you, you too. too bye 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 shrikar bye mansa take care bye shro bye bye take care